There's not a diet I didn't try. There's not a workout plan I didn't try. I would get so fit, you know, again, and then, you know, stop, and it all went away. And I decided, you know what? I, I have 320 children now that I'm responsible for. I've got 18 teachers that I work with that I need to be there to support, and I've got to be a better me. And I decided right then, I will never, you know, leave this lifestyle again. From January 2016 to this January, I lost over 40 pounds and 22 total inches. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. I'm excited to introduce Shelly Rice to you. She shares her story today. Shelly has tried just about every diet and she has found what works for her. It's an amazing story and you will definitely be inspired. Um, my name is Shelly Rice. I am 45 years old. Um, live most of my life in College Station and I work for College Station ISD Head Start. Ooh, what do you yeah. do for College Station? Tell uh, me about that. I'm in charge of education, mental health, and disabilities for all of Head Start and Pre-K. So all the three and four-year-olds in our school district, I kind of oversee um, those three aspects of their education. Now, you know there's a very special place in the Lima heart for uh, Head Start. My wife, absolutely. Alicia, taught Head Start, and you yeah. knew her back then. I sure did. We taught together. We were teachers together. So how long have you been working in uh, Head Start? In Head Start, I was a Head Start teacher for 19 years and I'm in my current position for the second year. Wow. So. And, and a lot of people don't, like, I didn't know what Head Start was. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a great opportunity to just kind of give insight into this. So yeah. tell us what Head Start is. Head Start is a federally funded program that serves uh, low income three and four year olds. So we also serve 10% of our population are children with disabilities. So um, you're either um, from the poverty level or below, or you have disabilities. We accept a few that are over income, but we serve the whole family, whole child. Um, nutrition is important, education, uh, family engagement. We serve the whole family when you get, when you get into Head Start. No, it's, it's, it's a great program. That's yeah. why I want to highlight it because I remember um, Alicia just always coming home and, and I, I feel like she gave so much love to a lot of those kiddos. Yes. And, uh, I know you've done the same thing. I mean, yes. you've spent your whole life, so it's a passion for yeah. you. And when you get them when they're three and four, you can make such a big difference in yes. their lives, for sure. So let's talk now, kind of shifting gears about your fitness and mm -hmm. your health, and give me a little bit of insight into those 45 years of your life and how mm -hmm. this journey of working out and uh, eating healthy has gone. Okay, well, when I was in high school... Um, I was an athlete, you know, wasn't going to get any scholarships to play anywhere, but I was a basketball player, cheerleader for four years, um, always involved. It was easy. You know, uh, athletics came easy to me. I would, in younger, junior high, ran track, played volleyball, just did everything because I loved it, you know, and I was pretty good at it. Um, and then, you know, went on to college and just, you know, started focusing on school and probably having fun and wasn't as active and as involved. Probably didn't eat as well because my mom wasn't, you know, cooking healthy meals. She was a home economics major, so we always had, you know, dinner together as a family. There was always healthy food. I never had to worry about it when I was younger. Got to college, got really off track. And, you know, that was 26, 27 years ago that I uh, got out of high school and 
in between, you know, these past 25, 26 years, there's been a lot of yo-yo. There's not a diet I didn't try. There's not a workout plan I didn't try. I would get so fit, you know, again, and then, you know, stop, and it all went away. So I, I think that is probably, if that's your story, it's mm-hmm. a very common story mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Um, so I, I, I feel like there's value in what you've gone through to mm-hmm. share with other people because you've seen a lot of success mm-hmm. here recently. Absolutely. Um, and, and so I want to I want to kind of get a little bit of insight into, you know, graduating college when, you know, did, was there a lot of weight gain that happened after that or was it slow and steady? Yeah, it was really slow and steady. It was like I focused on teaching. I focused on the little kids that I was devoting my life to. And I didn't even really think about, you know, what I was eating. I didn't think about working out too much. You know, it, it, it never crossed my mind. I wanted to be a good teacher. And in the long run, after successes and failures of trying every you know, fad thing that came around, I realized I can't really do what's best for them until I'm taking care of me mm-hmm. first, you know, and, and it was gradual. And then one day you just realize, wow, you know, is this me? Okay. So when would you say that day happened? That was, pro- I um, graduated from graduate school in 2011. Uh, and I saw the pictures of, you know, I took my Head Start class with me to get my Aggie ring. Aww. You know, they had a special ceremony for us because we wanted those three and four-year-olds to see, this is where we want you to end up. We want you to graduate from college, too. Wow. So we had a whole ceremony. You know, parents were there. My parents were there. Teacher friends, my principal. And even now I go back and look at those pictures, and I'm like, I don't want to show anybody these pictures because I had no idea. So that, you know, that was when that you- was. And where, where were you at that time? I mean, how much did you weigh? I was about 70 pounds more than I weigh wow. right now. So, yeah. So this has been an incredible yes. journey since Yes, then. yes. And what, what did you do? Like, you, that, I mean, what happened in your mind or what did you decide after that day? You know, I decided I want to I be healthy. And then, of course, there was a program at my school. It was a Biggest Loser, and we were all competing against each other, and we paid money, and we were going to, whoever lo- lost the what most weight was this at? at Forest Ridge. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and every, you know, you would win all this money. And so, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm ready. So I go. We do 12 weeks. We do a boot camp there at school twice a week. I lost 48 pounds in 12 weeks. Wow. Ate, you know, probably less than 1,200 calories a day because of my competitive nature. Just, you know, in general, I was going to win. And you know what? I did. Oh, wow. You know, I won. And, you know, I was like, wow, I lost almost 50 pounds in 12 weeks. And then, you know, I stopped doing, you know, and gained 30 of it back. Oh. You know, and so by that time, it was about, you know, May or so of 2015. And that's when I came to one of your nutrition so seminars. You, so 2011, Aggie Ring, mm-hmm. Forest Ridge Challenge, 2012 or 11? Uh, 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. You lost 48 pounds. What did you learn from losing the weight, gaining it back? Did you come out of that with any insight as to you know yourself or you know I knew I could do it you know that it was possible but did I do it the right way I enjoyed the working out um 
I was hungry all the time and I struggled. And, you know, I, I, I didn't have any guidance. All I was doing was counting calories and whatever I ate was going to be less than 1,200 calories a day. You know, I had no one to help me, no one to support me, but I just know, hey, this is working. And so I didn't learn anything and it probably wasn't very healthy. What did you do to count calories? Did you have a MyFitnessPal app? No, because I didn't even have a smartphone at that time (laughs) in my life, you know, but you know, and I was really late at getting those, but no, I just looked, I would look up foods on the computer, you know, I ate like a yogurt and apple for lunch. And, you it know, was your traditional low calorie. Yes, diet. just low calorie diet and not looking very tired. Yes, drink. very tired, hungry all the time. And then, how long did it take you to gain those thirty pounds back? Um, not very long. Probably by like two thousand thirteen. You know, yeah. a couple. I mean, it came back on slow again. Yeah. Because I still did a little bit of working out here and there. Um, I tried to pay attention to what I ate, but. What was the best thing that came out of that challenge? The best thing, well, you know, for me, it was winning. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. But, you know, it was just that for that, it was probably about six months that I kept it off that I felt better, you know, because I wasn't as heavy. I wasn't as weighed down, you know, and I felt like I, you know, could do more. Well, it probably proved to you that you could do it. Right. You know, because I think sometimes when people are heavy or at their heaviest or Mm -hmm. in that really rock bottom, they just don't believe in themselves. Right. But there you are, you know, 12 weeks, 48 pounds. You're like, man, I can do it. You know, and so it gave you a little vision. So three more years go by 2015. You ended up at the nutrition. Yeah. I got an email, you know, from you because I had come, you know, Robin and I had done CrossFit for six months. You know, we were so proud of ourselves because we were CrossFitters, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, we didn't get hurt. We were proud of ourselves, but of course we let that go too. You know, it was just another thing I tried. I loved, but I just didn't keep up with. Then I got an email from you that said, you know, I'm offering these nutrition seminars. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to listen. I came, I took all the notes, you know, I was like, I'm ready. I'm going to do this. I, I signed up, you know, to work with, uh, Gus cause it was just Gus then. Um, and Brittany came on a little bit later with him, but, um, I was going to do it all. And then I didn't do anything with the food. So I worked out with Gus for about six months, you know, And I loved it, you know, found my tribe, my people, you know, the community, got a new job, you know, transferred into the position that I'm in now. And I decided, you know what, to be, I I have 320 children now that I'm responsible for. I've got 18 teachers that I work with that I need to be there to support. And I've got to be a better me. I've got to do something, change in the career. I'm going to change my life with it. And so I started working with Gus and Brittany and we started working on food. We started working on exercise and things started changing. Wow. So let's talk about that was when exactly? When when it was January of 2016 was when I made my first goal with Gus and Brittany. When I started the first goal was just to track my food. It didn't have, it didn't matter, you know, what food I was eating. And we made three goals that, that January, 2016, it was track my food. 
I wasn't going to go to Starbucks and get iced coffee anymore because sometimes I might have gotten two a day, you know, the sugary drinks that are so delicious and um, not go to any restaurant that had a drive through. And those were going to be for 12 weeks, you know, and see how well we can do. And it has been 13 months since I've been to Starbucks Wow! since then. So, you know, I've, I've kept that goal fast and steady, you know. And then when did you see the first bit of success with that? Probably, you know, within just a couple months, you know, because once you're focused on what you're putting into that food app, it makes you start to really change the way you eat. And so then I would say, okay, Gus, this is what I ate. He'd look at it and he'd say, okay, we need to add protein. And I would say, okay, tell me exactly what to eat. Tell me what to do. And he's like, that's not what I want to do for you. I want to teach you what the right things are to eat. I'm not going to just hand it to you and give you a list and say, eat this every meal. Because if you leave here or I leave here, you got to be able to do this on your own. And so he and Brittany have really tried to teach me and guide me towards the right foods, but not tell me exactly what to eat and when to eat it. And how, uh, what, what type of success? So give us some, some numbers. Or yeah. Results. Well, in the, in, from January, 2016 to this January, I lost over 40 pounds and 22 total inches. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. And like they say, I'm probably put on some muscle too. So, yeah. you know, cause that's what we focused on protein a lot. So something clicked for you. It did. What, and what, what was it or how? You know, you know? I was thinking back and the day that it really hit me that I was not going back to the life I used to have, uh, Gus and Brittany's had us carrying medicine balls around the building for the 200 meters. And so Gus hands me this medicine ball and I'm like, this thing weighs 30 pounds. And, you know, I walked the four or five times around and while I was walking, I am holding this huge ball and I go, this is how much weight I've lost at this point. I've lost 30 pounds and this was so hard, you know, carrying this around. I threw that thing against the wall and I decided right then I will never, you know, leave this lifestyle again. I don't ever want to just be that much heavier without carrying anything. Yeah. You know, I literally threw that weight away and decided this is it. That's a, that's awesome. And, and yeah. share with me how much losing that 40 pounds, but more importantly, you getting a firm grip on your eating, because it yeah. sounds like this is now the time that you've actually, after all those years of trying some different yeah. things now, you know, with Gus and Brittany's help really challenging you, mm-hmm. what has that done for you? What is that? And how's that impacted your life? Gosh. Um, I went to the doctor right before I started the whole nutrition thing. I didn't have high blood pressure, but I was borderline, you know, and now like I went to the doctor today and my blood pressure was exactly normal, average, healthy. Um, It's, it makes me feel better. You know, I have more energy. I'm able to do a better job at everything I do in my life um, just because of that guidance, you know, instead of, maybe just saying 1200 calories a day we're talking protein we're talking fats we're talking carbohydrates and i'm never hungry you know and i've dropped the weight and i've dropped the inches because i've had nutrition guidance i've had someone that really knows 
how to teach you about the right way to eat and live guide me in the right direction so knowing what you know today and, and there's i promise there's somebody listening who's trying to do the very low calorie mm-hmm. i'm always tired uh, i'm gonna see the pounds on the scale go down but you know it won't last mm-hmm. what kind of words can you share with that person i just tell them you know that's a valiant effort great try but it's just not gonna work you've got to find somebody whether you know it's on the internet or you come here and you get a trainer like I did, you have got to find someone to help guide you. And then they'll teach you and it'll be a lifestyle. It'll be a lifelong journey and you can do it, but it's too hard to do alone and it doesn't work. And you want to make a lifestyle change. You don't want to make quick fixes. Sounds like um, for you, Shelly, the workouts have never been the hard part. No. Like you probably enjoy it. I do. I mean, it's hard, but you know, but it's the eating that has really made the biggest change. Yes, for sure. And and is that because of your athletic background, maybe growing up, you know, competitive? Yeah, probably so. And and that's what, you know, the food, because it's so easy just to go pick something up or get something pre-made at the grocery store that's not healthy. And, you know, it's, it's not as easy to know what to cook and how to cook it at first when you start. But once you start, that becomes just as easy, too, because you get in a routine and, you know, this, I've got my food scale so I can weigh this protein. And, you know, these green leafy vegetables are good for me and I'm going to feel full. And then I can go do that workout that isn't, you know, as scary as I thought it was going to be. Um so, no. so you, you know, coming from being a teacher, kind of in mm-hmm. education, understanding that lifestyle. Um, I, I remember when Alicia started teaching Head Start mm-hmm. and, and, you know, she's up early mm-hmm. and often missed breakfast in the first few years or first uh, year of that teaching mm-hmm. position. She has to be at the school at like 7.30 or 7 and like any yeah. other woman, she's getting ready <laughs> forever, right? And yes. then rushing out the door and then yes. doesn't eat. Gets to school, and then I think they had lunch at like 10, 30, or 11. So the first time she put food in her body was at 10, 30, or 11. Mm-hmm. And then um, who knows what that was going to be. And then she's typically there past four, you know, maybe five. Mm-hmm. And so all she's eaten is that one meal, probably small, mm-hmm. by the time five o'clock rolls around. So I, and we did at that time with her, put her on a meal replacement shake that for breakfast, just as a quick kind of, Hey, just have this instead of nothing. Right. So I say that because you also know the traps of that career. Absolutely. You know, there, every, every mm-hmm. type of job has challenges mm-hmm. when it comes to eating behavior. You know, I got clients that travel all the time mm-hmm. and entertain and that brings it challenges of itself. Yeah. They're, they're able to eat filet mignon, lobster, you know, but they're right. entertaining. So every night and that's challenging because they're eating out constantly the menu has so many good options compared to what probably they should order yeah so what are some of the what ways that you've learned to overcome the challenges that come with what you do for a living yeah i may i started getting up 30 minutes earlier as soon as i started this to make sure that i had time to make a breakfast at home so i wasn't rushing and making a bad choice and stopping somewhere else, you know, like at a fast food place to get a breakfast. I pack my lunch every day um, and take it with me. So whether I have a meeting at one campus and I have to go across town before lunchtime is over, I can eat it in the car. 
Um, it's just, I have to plan. And that's what's worked. And, and now it's become a habit. And now it's a habit. And like I've talked to Gus about, it's weird, but for the last um, year, uh, five days a week at lunch, I eat the exact same lunch. You know, and I, I buy the exact same things at the grocery store because it's easy. You know, and it's not, I haven't gotten tired of it. It keeps me full. It keeps me satisfied. I make it through the day till I get here to work out. And sometimes easy is better, you and know. It's like you don't have to think. I don't even have to think about it, no. And so the nutrition has become a system. Absolutely. And then the workouts, because you are here pretty much every day mm -hmm. after work. Yes. That's become a part of your routine. Yes. So it really has just all become a lifestyle. Right. And, and tell me about those workouts because y'all have a, you talked about it earlier, your tribe. Yeah. Y'all have an awesome group. Yeah. And so tell me what kind of finding that tribe or that community has meant to working out. Yeah, it's meant everything. I started um, with another group when I had my other job. And then when I got this new job, I had to switch to the 530 group. Um, you know, I had seen them around here forever. So I was like, oh my gosh, they're all so tight knit. Will they accept me? Won't they accept me? Some of them are way um, younger than me. Some of them are older than me. How am I going to fit in? You know, it, it was, it was hard walking in, you know, and the first day I knew, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be. Uh, Gus and Brittany asked us to get a accountability partner and Carolyn Gentry stepped right up and became my accountability partner, took me under her wing. And that's when I knew this is where I'm supposed to be. And we have group text messages where we're supporting each other all the time. Those first few months, Carolyn was checking on me almost every day. You know, are you coming today? What'd you eat today? This is what I found for lunch and it was really healthy, you know. So there's so, so many people who don't have that. Right. So it's uh, it's so cool. Yes, and, it is. And, I, you know, I think it's great. So, you know, if somebody's listening and they want to, find accountability or, you know, how, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, just just show up. That's what you got to do first is just wherever you want to go, whatever you decide to do, just show up and the people will, there will embrace you. If you come here, I mean, it is. it doesn't matter if you're at CrossFit or in BoomFit in the personal training, everybody's like a family. Everybody is there to support you. When our women's class is running laps, there's CrossFitters out there going, go ladies, go, you know, they're supporting us. We're cheering for them. It's just such a family environment here that you would never feel uncomfortable. And, and so let's talk about that too. Even people that are maybe listening that don't live in Brian Collar Station or people that are, you know, at home terrified of the mm -hmm. gym. Like they literally are terrified. Like yeah. they think that what goes on at different gyms in town or at gyms near them. So how do they get over being so intimidated? How, how can you speak to that person who's sitting at home? They probably wanted to do something mm -hmm. for who knows how long, five years, you know, or the last year yeah. or every January. But what holds them back is fear. Right. You know, so and has that ever been you? I mean, is that something that ever, you know, I mean, walking in here the first time just for CrossFit, I will say there was definitely fear. You know, I see all these young people. They're all fit. You know, I was in my 40s, overweight, scared to death. You know, number one is, is anyone going to be nice to me? Are they all going to think that I can't that I can't do this kind of like, I don't know if I can do this either. 
or are they just going to push me to the side and forget? And again, the first thing is just show up and people will embrace you because when you're at a gym, people all have the same goal. Everybody wants to be there to do, you know, to get healthy, to exercise. And um, you got to find your people and make a connection and just know that after that first day, everything's going to be okay if you just get through that first time. You know, I think what's made uh, just CrossFit grow, because really in the in the whole fitness space, CrossFit has exploded worldwide, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are getting great results, but it's that community yes. aspect that probably was missing. Boot camps did create that, and I remember having creating, when we had some boot camps, really creating community, but now CrossFit and, and just what you have in the personal training studio with a group of women, mm-hmm. when you have that accountability that extends beyond yourself instead of you just trying to muster the courage and strength right. to do it on your own, it's right. just going to catapult you into new territories. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let's talk about motivation mm-hmm. because you know I think some people are motivated for different reasons or they find their motivation for different reasons. You've stuck to this now, I guess, for two years, right? Mm-hmm. So what? where do you find that motivation? The motivation is just feeling good and and being healthy and having more energy and and then when it comes to exercise now I want to get better you know I'm like when I started this Brittany and I were talking about it the other day one sit up was really hard for me like it was a struggle and I'm watching the people next to me do 25 you know non-stop and I'm like okay okay and now no matter how many they tell us to do I can do it you know, and I'm like, I want to do more. So the motivation is there to keep going, to get better, to get stronger. Um, you so know. you're you're kind of going back to that athlete inside yeah. of you who wants to get one more faster time. Yes. And, and I know that now the food helps you get there. Yeah. You know, eating right and just having the energy and... Do you ever have times that maybe you don't eat well and you can tell? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If there, I've been traveling lately for work, too, and you just can't eat exactly the same way that you do when you're at home and you're you know, preparing your own food and bringing it with you. And I can tell a complete, there's sluggishness, you know, more tired, harder to make it through the day. I need an extra cup of coffee. And what I really just needed was some more protein, probably. Yeah. You know, to help. So you kind of learned how to fuel your body. Yes. A little bit better. Mm-hmm. Kind of understood what your body needs in comparison to what you want. Right. <laughs> Which is, I mean, to me, I mean, like, it's the same thing, probably, as like a child learning how to take care of themselves mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> as opposed to relying on their parents. You right. Know? Nutritionally, it's like we are a lot of. Children. Yes. You know, and we just eat what tastes good and we mm-hmm. just put whatever we have or whatever's convenient mm-hmm. or drive through so we don't have to cook. Right. But until we learn to take control of our eating, understand how everything you eat affects your body and performance, then you can start really seeing results. Yeah. It sounds like that's kind of a big thing for you. For so sure. So the title of the podcast, Building Better People, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's all over the gym. Yes. Uh, it's really, you know, when I think of our purpose as trainers and coaches who work here, mm-hmm. that's why we do this. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I love hearing stories like yours. I love seeing people get results in the gym. And I know that when they are doing those things, they're becoming better versions of, of themselves. So tell me for you how from the first day 
you kind of began this healthy lifestyle, this new journey, mm-hmm. how that's made you a better version of you? Um, I am able, I have way more energy, you know, to get through the day. Um, I think I've started motivating people that I work around, you know, for sure. They'll say, what are you doing? You know, how do you do that? Um, you know, I have so many friends that have had surgery, you know, weight loss surgery and it's quick, you know, and it's not easy either, but, um, I just didn't want to go that route. And now I can talk to people and tell them it's possible. It's slow, it's steady, but it's a lifestyle and it's going to make you a better person in the end. You'll just... So I love you brought that up because I believe like one of the strategies in my book is lead by example. Mm-hmm. One of my seven strategies for taking back your life. And it's the seventh because I think when you come to the point you realize in your fitness journey that it's really not about you mm-hmm. is when you really begin to see the type of results that are long-term and and last. Because if now Shelly's success or weight loss or testimony is going to help other people, we tend to kind of say, okay, well, if I'm helping other people, now I really got to do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like if that person is depending on me and I, you know, when I started personal training, that's basically what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, and I tell people all the time, like, the reason I work out every day and eat so healthy is because I'm helping so many people and, and it's neat to hear you say that mm-hmm. because any person that's, whether they've lost one inch, one pound or 20, mm-hmm. they're making a difference in other people's lives by the example of yeah. living a healthy life. Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. that's a really, and I think that becomes motivating because mm-hmm. it, sure. it, it's, uh, when you hear somebody compliment you and they yes. say, what are you doing? Or they ask you a question and you get to share. Or like today you're getting to share on the podcast your mm-hmm. story. It, you're going to leave this podcast like eating better. Just right. You're going <laughs> I in, better be too. Yeah, you're going into the weekend now and you're going to be like, okay, I just shared my whole fitness journey <laughs> right. on the podcast. I, better. I hope <laughs> no one sees me at this restaurant, right? So... For you, 2017, mm-hmm. you, you talked about goals, 2016, three goals, yeah. which I think are fantastic. Mm-hmm. You cut out Starbucks, you didn't go through a drive through and then you tracked all your food. Mm-hmm. And that made a huge difference. I mean, 40 pounds and 22 inches yes. is fantastic. Yeah. What are your goals for 2017? That's what I want to continue to, I probably want to lose about 20 more pounds, you know, I, and slow and steady works for me. You know, at first it was hard. Um, because I wanted to see the scale go quick. I wanted it all to be fast. But if it takes me a year to lose 20 or 30 more pounds, I'll know it was slow. I know it was the right way. And I want to lose some more inches too, which seemed to go a little bit quicker, you know, for me. And and so is that something um, that you see now? You saw all that success. Is it slower now? Is it? It is. It's slowed down a little bit. But that's what Gus is starting to tweak my eating plans a little bit um, to... And it goes see. back to what you said, having that coach. Yes. Just that accountability, having somebody who's helping you. Yes. Because I think, too, especially when you're in the client, you know, in the client's shoes, when you start seeing that, you get discouraged. Yes, absolutely. Know? It's so easy. We're human. Mm-hmm. You know, We're, we get discouraged. And so having that coach who says, hey, you know, first of all, the coach always knows your weaknesses, all your weaknesses. Right. right. You know, they know where you can improve, you yes. know. But in your eyes, you wholeheartedly believe that there's no area of improvement. And right. you're doing everything right. 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 And that the results have somehow halted. Right. But the coach having that 
third party in your life, kind of somebody yeah. who's able to see from the top down mm-hmm. and say, okay, maybe let's tweak this. Maybe let's tweak that. Yeah. And so having that. So what would you tell anybody listening who is where you were in mm-hmm. 2011 at your Aggie ring ceremony mm-hmm. and has probably either seen pictures from a, a day or maybe even feeling that exact way right now? What can you share with them knowing where you feel, how you feel today mm-hmm. in comparison to them? It's just make the first step. Just get started. Reach out. If you need to bring a friend, bring a friend. Make the phone call. Just make the first step. That's the most important because everything else after that is nothing compared to the fear of walking in and meeting a trainer for the first time and not knowing if you can really do it. But that's the whole, the great thing about it is that that trainer will support you as much as you need supporting. Like it's just, it's the first step. Just do it. It's going to change your life. And what, do you have anything you want to say for your women listening? Oh yeah. Hey ladies. (laughs) (laughs) We just love each other. We've, We've done weddings, you know, we've had people pass away. It's just, they're my tribe where I couldn't do it without them and I wouldn't want to. And um, we're just there to support each other um, in every way we can. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it without them and without Gus and Brittany. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.